we'd like to welcome you to part three of our emergency health alert for October 26th, 2020, coming down the home stretch here. Um, next report is called DNA Defiled and Tracked 24-7. Everything you do not know about the COVID-19 vaccine and here, and here's 100% truth. So I'm just going to listen to this brief video here. says alert vaccine the whole truth professor jean bernard fortilian is who you'll be hearing speaking oh actually four different doctors for the site truth covid19.fr now i'm gonna you hear him lightly in the background and this other lady's interpreting because he's french Okay, and this other lady's interpreting what he's saying, so it's a little bit tough to kind of listen to, but I really thought the material was so important that I wanted to get this out to you. Good morning, all. Here is the truth about the vaccine that the New World Order wants to impose on us all. Before going any further, a warning on this video seems necessary. Everything you will see and hear in this video has been the subject of very extensive research thanks to the assistance of Professor Jean-Bernard Fourtillon, Dr. Christian Tal-Chaler and Dr. Serge Rader. Everything you will hear is fully verifiable on the links below this video and also on the site www.verite-covid19.fr. Take a look at this patent, for example. So he's showing you a patent from, um, I believe, Microsoft. And he's going to go, this is the one that's 666 patent, one of the 666 patents. OU 2020 the applicant of which is none other than the Microsoft company created, among others, by Bill Gates. This document was made on the 26th of March 2020. This patent covers a very large number of countries, in fact, almost the entire planet. Let's take a closer look. And they're showing, they're, they're pointing the little arrow, arrow to show you every single thing they're saying here is true this diagram cryptocurrency system using body activity data what is that the little guy here okay so it's showing a picture and this is in the patent it's showing a picture of a little guy like a little no i want to say stick figure but kind of like that and then it's showing um this thing called a sensor next to the little stick figure guy and then a user device and then a cryptocurrency system and then a communication network it's you it's me the first to come the sensor frame corresponds to the nanoparticles that will be added to the vaccine vial it's a bit like a microchip implanted under your cat's or dog's skin the difference is you're going to find thousands millions of them in just one vaccine millions of nanoparticles little nanorobots in your body from the first covid 19 death vaccine and that's what's going to allow those are the sensors that are going to that are going to communicate with all these other things other smart devices other um uh the 5g technology all of that stuff and even the cryptocurrency system eventually possibly once injected together with the vaccine you will keep them until death 
and even after. Impossible to get rid of it. You're marked for life. What is the user device frame? It's your cell phone. It will be able to communicate with the nanoparticles. Right, so the cell phone you have, your smartphone, will be in constant communication with the nanoparticles inside your own body. Okay. I mean, this much fun should not be legal by law. That will circulate in your veins. Of course, your mobile phone is connected to the internet with... With what? With the new 5G networks, of course. Of course. From then on, you can be spotted and located by the authorities at any time of the day or night. Now that's annoying. You want to throw your cell phone to a river? You want to detonate it in a microwave oven? <laughs> but beware, if you come across someone who has a cell phone, you are spotted again. And yes, all the cell phones around you spot you. To no longer be spotted, you would have to go to the middle of the ocean, to the middle of the desert, or to a forest, as long as you don't see anyone. Yeah, but what about all those 5G satellites up in the skies? So would that even work? Phone. What happens if everyone throws away his cell phone? Yes, do not forget that 5G relays can easily be found in electricity. And they're installing them everywhere, in particular in America. Thank you, President Trump. And the lockdowns were where a lot of the 5G kill grid infrastructure was built in the, in the public schools. And they're trying to build kill grids like they have in Wuhan, China, which is a big reason that whole thing happened. Okay, they're trying to build that into our own schools and own public places and things of this nature. So they can have it everywhere. And Trump is on the spear tip of it all, and he wants 6G as soon as possible as well. ...in urban furniture structures, in radars, red lights, etc. Therefore, to no longer be spotted, it will be necessary to change planets. <laughs> now, let's simplify our diagram. The vaccine and the nanoparticles are mixed in a syringe. Yes, yeah, so the vaccine nanoparticles, they're in the syringe together. The vaccine and the nanoparticles are therefore injected simultaneously into your body. From that moment on, your mobile phone will locate you immediately. And by the magic of 5G networks, your location is no longer a secret to the authorities. What's on the menu for this vaccine? Here's a summary of the calamities of the vaccine they want to inject into your body. Four fragrance. Now this is one vaccine he's evaluating, one of the ones in development. Um, this is from the University of Oxford. Uh, so the first thing they're putting in it is four fragments of HIV-1, which give, which uh, they give to vaccinated people, uh, which give to vaccinated people AIDS syndrome and immunodeficiency as a consequence. So they're putting HIV, four fragments of HIV, in this particular one they're developing. HIV, AIDS, yeah, because they love you so much. Of HIV-1, the AIDS virus, which give vaccinated people AIDS syndrome and the resulting immunodeficiency. Right. DNA sequences from the germ of malaria, which give malaria to vaccinated. So this, this, then the DNA sequences from malaria, which will give you malaria eventually, or at least have those things roaming around your body. Oh. 157 additional DNA and protein sequences 
the presence and role of which are unexplained. So 157 DNA and protein sequences, C patent number US 8243718, the, the presence of which these additional DNA are unexplained. We don't know. We don't even know. Just 157 more. Like, like I said, guys, you're not going to be human anymore if, if you were to take this. That it's, it's that bad. It's that stinking bad. Nanoparticles that will allow definitive control of people vaccinated. Yeah, things. and they're probably going to be, he's saying definitive control of people, these nanoparticles, na ejectable nanorobots. Um, only God knows what they're going to be able to do to your brain and to your thinking processes. And, you know, if you get out of line, they're also going to be able to uh, punish you and, and to uh, bring you into submission through these nanoparticles because they can attack pain centers and or a activate pain centers and do all kinds of stuff. They can kill you. They're, it's just the, the fun never ends. To fight G. The Shadox 1 NCOV 19 vaccine. So here's another one um, the Shadox 1 COVID 19 vaccine. Want to inject into your body contains Shadox 1 NCOV 19, COVID 19 coronavirus carried by the Shadox 1 adenovirus vector. Nanoparticles described in Microsoft Patent, which will allow controlling you thanks to 5G. And they give you the patent, U.S. 2019, um, the patent is 038084. Um, Preservative disinfectants, either thimerosal or formaldehyde and antibiotics. So that's a disinfectant. Now, again, let me just hit that one. The disinfectant is either thimerosal, which is mercury, or formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid, Okay and antibiotics so that's their disinfectant they're putting in that particular covid 19 vaccine either thimerosal or formaldehyde and antibiotics covid 19 is an artificial coronavirus made in france by the institute pasteur from natural sars cov coronavirus covid 19 is the result of several genetic manipulations of a strain of coronavirus sars cov associated with severe that's why i've never said it's not real i do think it's mutated to such a point where it's most potentially a non-issue at this point at least in its current derivation but i've never said it's not real like a lot of people in alternative media are saying um I just think it was far, far worse because they had the 5G kill grid in Wuhan, China, and that was really what got it kicked off. And people had never seen, human bodies had never seen that before. And it was created in a lab, and there's tons and tons and tons of proof to prove that. And he's going over that. Acute respiratory syndrome, SARS, resulting from a sample collected from branco-alveolar washings of SARS-infected patients by scientists of Institut Pasteur before 2003 at the French hospital in Hanoi, Vietnam. First step, SARS-CoV-1 was produced by a first patent filed in 2003, European patent and US patent from SARS-CoV collected in Hanoi and before... All the paperwork she is discussing or he's discussing is in this video. If you want to see it, all the, the verifications of things they're not even mentioning is, is here. 
Second step, SARS-CoV-2 was a continuation of the first U.S. patent protected by the second U.S. patent filed in 2011 from SARS-CoV-1. Third step, COVID-19 was produced from SARS-CoV-2 by inserting into its genome four sequences of HIV-1 AIDS virus, which is an RNA virus. The father of COVID-19 is Dr. Frédéric Tongy, Director of Vaccine Innovation at the Institut Pasteur. Actually, COVID-19 was made in France by French scientists at the Institut Pasteur from natural SARS-CoV coronavirus then transferred to Wuhan, where French people of Institut Pasteur released it deliberately, unbeknownst to scientists in the Wuhan laboratory and the Chinese government. When she says COVID-19 is not a Chinese virus, China does not lie. The vaccine, once injected, will not have an immediate effect. It is only later that you will die of malaria, AIDS, or any other disease against which your immune system can no longer do anything. Right. Finally, by the forced creation of an immunodeficiency, this vaccine will take away all means of curing any disease. Right. The perfect crime against humanity. Mm -hmm. And that's why they want to inject it, because they know it's a slow kill shot. But it's not going to be a kill shot where they inject you with it and you drop dead outside of Walgreens or wherever you're going to get it. They want it to be slow so that then they, then they have, um, prob they have uh, you know, deniability that gives them that, that time window gives them that probable deniability. You can therefore see the degree of perversity of this vaccine weapon. Yeah. We invite anyone who considers the information in this video to be fake news to check their accuracy on the links provided under this video. So ends... Or you can go to their website www.verite-covid19 one word dot fr like france video sequence which i suggest you download and share widely thank you for your attention wow i mean wow huh. next report trump doing his level best to kill as many elderly americans as possible via the coming COVID-19 kill shot and also go after anyone spreading disinformation about this scamdemic. Why? Because Trump will never fail you. He'll never lie to you. He'll always have your back. That's why. Now, again, if they're going to give you something like um, four fragments of the AIDS virus and then malaria, don't you think that's going to probably kill off the old people a lot quicker you know, they've already got a lot of times one foot in the grave, one foot on a banana peel, if they're in a nursing home or something like that. And this is just going to put them over. And this is why this is part of the whole depopulation plan to get us down to 500 million, which is the first commandment of the of the Ten Commandments of the New World Order, which, which says um, to bring us into a, uh, they want to get us down to 500 million. Okay, they want to depopulate the planet. To 500 million which is you know roughly 90 to 95 percent depopulation in in that range there so let's go ahead and play this video here
I receive many emails every day from subscribers and listeners that want to do their part in getting the truth out. This is Headlines with a Voice. Some share their first-hand experiences with me. Others send links to articles they believe are important, requesting I narrate them. Thank you to everyone. Most people would agree, I think, that the state of affairs in the United States is at an all-time low. Politics, the imploding economy, the lines of people waiting at food banks, the rolling lockdowns, the fact that President Trump has not lifted his national emergency declaration, thus facilitating the greatest wealth transfer in human history. Exactly. President Trump's October 16, 2020 announcement that Walgreens and CVS are partnering with the Trump administration in an effort to make seniors in long-term care facilities yep. some of the first Americans to receive a vax against the outbreak. Oh, yeah. The president stated, quote, Today, I'm thrilled to announce that we have just finalized a partnership with CVS and Walgreens. End quote. The president told a group in Fort Myers, Florida, <laughs> at an event centered on seniors. That's my hometown, originally. He said that the plan was for the pharmacies to, quote, deliver the vax directly to nursing homes at no cost to our seniors, oh, end quote. Isn't that wonderful? The program is called the Pharmacy Partnership for Long-Term Care Program, and it's part of the Trump administration's Operation Warp Speed effort. Mm -hmm. And then there's House Resolution 11... Operation Warp Speed to get you in the grave. 5-4, that passed the House of Representatives on October 2nd, 2020. H.R. 1154 condemns individuals and groups that promote trusting the plan, and it encourages the FBI, federal law enforcement, and the United States intelligence community's continued efforts in gathering information on what H.R. 1154 calls extremists. Remember, that over the last several days, many large social media accounts that regularly discuss elements of that plan were deplatformed. That there's a concerted effort to silence dissenting opinions and categorize dissenters as dangerous yes. is evident. Yes. That's why people like me have to go. So that's why people in alternative media... And I don't know if what Richie from Boston said is true, where it's going to be that quick. I mean, if that's the case, we don't have much time. I mean, we, we really don't have that much time. But again, I don't like making dogmatic statements like that, like I know exactly what's going to happen this next week. Um, we might have another year. We might have more. I don't know. Or we might not have another week or two. It just depends. Really, I think a lot of it depends what they're planning on doing regarding this election thing. How aggressive are they going to get? to totally control the narrative. With all of that in mind, before we share articles, it's more important than ever to determine the origin of those articles. I would caution everyone to dedicate a few moments to establishing the source of an article before sharing it on social media. Annette 
has been cast by the powers that be to pull in anyone that promulgates, promotes, or in any way contributes to the spread of what they have defined as dangerous disinformation. Claiming that you were unaware the article you shared was a steaming pile will probably make little to no difference if you're caught in that net. In fact, individuals with a history of being three-letter agency informants are currently pushing out articles that are 10% truth and 90% steaming piles. I'm watching people upload videos about one such article, and others are sharing it with everyone in their sphere of influence. I would caution anyone sharing and reposting links and information. Before you do, check to see that the article or the information is properly cited and confirm the source. Other blogs or websites that posted or published the same article, they don't qualify as sources. We're facing- Do you really think that's gonna matter though to Satan? They don't want you putting out truth. That's what they don't want you putting out. That's the main main criteria. If it goes against their agenda, their narrative. Anyway, I just wanted to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and uh, go to the next video here. Um, Trump slips and starts calling the vaccine a weapon. Okay, so I'm going to play this. This is a pretty, I believe, a pretty short video here because it's not a very long clip. Promise. I don't know who said it, but whatever the maximum is, whatever you can humanly do, we're going to have. Maximum is whatever you can humanly do, we're going to have. They're showing him make the, making that reverse upside down pyramid Illuminati hand signal. He always does, like every time he sits down. And we hope we're going to come up with a good vaccine. Uh, Johnson and Johnson and Oxford and lots of different. Now, if you just heard. He said, we hope we're going to come up with a good wet vaccine. He meant he was Freudian slip. He he was going to say weapon, which, again, if we haven't proven to you that this is the biggest weapon Satan's ever unleashed on humanity, potentially, then I I don't know what more I could send you, show you at this point. And now I'm talking about not just this study. I'm talking about all the other ones I've done. But he had a Freudian slip there when he said when he said this. A a wet vaccine. He stopped himself mid-sentence. Wet vaccine. Meant to say weapon. And that was the truth. And we hope we're gonna come up with a good wet vaccine. A good wet vaccine. So, there you have that. Just remember, Trump will never fail you. He's good people. He's good people. Salt of the earth. Um, Next video. YouTube just confirmed they will work with the WHO, World Health Organization, to remove any videos that question the official narrative promoted by vaccine companies. They're all in league 
They're all in cahoots with one another. It's one big satanic system. Okay. And the masks are coming off. The facade is all coming off. They're, and they're all showing their true colors. The Stalinist who has become nothing more than a big pharma front group, advancing the interests of vaccine makers. The who has made big tech its echo chamber, selling big pharmas, immunosuppressants, which include a long list of vaccines that damage cellular immunity. There is no longer a shred of transparency surrounding vaccine science because the WHO is strategically eliminating any dissent with about vaccination online. The WHO has partnered with Silicon Valley big tech giants to weed out any information about vaccine damage, vaccine injury, viral shedding from vaccines, among other serious topics that concern public health. The WHO is targeting any hopeful information on treatments, prevent. Uh, preventative nutrition, plant-based medicines, and any information that could advance innate immunity, God-given immunity, and free human beings from endless vaccine experiments. This authoritarian organization pays no regard to human rights as their team of vaccine pushers work to bury information that is critical of vaccine science, its shortcomings, and its sordid history of deadliness. The, the scientific method is being suppressed and censored because the WHO demands vaccine obedience, targeting dissenters of vaccines as a public health threat. The WHO demands the wide-scale vaccine distribution while ignoring the science on its adverse effects. The legal network of vaccine pushers coordinate to ensure that the vaccine makers enjoy legal immunity when their products do harm, while censoring any debate about this atrocious reality. The modern-day uh, who is like the USSR State Committee for Television and Radio Broadcasting, you know, from Joseph, the Joseph Stalin era. Uh, during that time, the Soviet Union controlled the television networks and radio stations with their own political propaganda while locking down public speaking on important matters of human freedom and punishing anyone who dared commit a slip of the tongue. Today, the WHO runs a digital solutions department that meets weekly with the policy teams of big tech. This dictatorial WHO department is led by Andy Pattison and who was open about their effort to censor any information that dampens human belief in upcoming coronavirus vaccines. He told Reuters that his team meets with YouTube on a weekly basis to discuss content trends online while discussing the types of videos that spread dangerous misinformation about vaccines. The YouTube recently agreed. Isn't it funny? They're just so focused on people like me that's putting out the truth. Why would it be, why would they be so concerned about that one thing? Because that is the, that is the mother load of their whole satanic agenda. It all revolves around the vaccines because they know what it's going to do to humanity when you get it. And they know that so many problems that they currently face with humanity like people that can free think and people that maybe have good immune systems and that are robust and that might want to educate others and that can take care of their families and that have, you know, a, a will to resist tyranny. All that's going to go away with the vaccines because you're going to be lobotomized from these things and they're going to control you. And if you do get out of line, they'll just activate those injectable nanorobots that are already in you to go to the pain centers and give you a real good jolt of reality. And if that doesn't work, they'll just kill you. Anyway, you're going to die anyway from all the, the all the stuff they're putting in there. The 157 other protein things, which we don't even know what they are. The four fragments of, of AIDS and then the malaria. Not to mention probably like uh, attenuated COVID-19. And that's not even talking about the hydrogel or the luciferase and all the other things that they might be doing. 
just good, clean fun, you know? Um, going further here, he told Reuters that his team meets with YouTube on a weekly basis to discuss the content trends online, discussing the types of videos that spread dangerous misinformation about vaccines. YouTube recently agreed to limit the spread of COVID-19 related information that defies the position of Satan. I mean, the who? YouTube is in the process of removing videos that question COVID-19 vaccines. You and, and Richie and Richie from Boston's like, I, I can't, you know, they keep taking my channel. Well, yeah, Richie, you, you know, the definition definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. They're going to keep doing it, Richie. You know, don't go to that satanic well anymore. Now he's saying they're just going to take them all down. Well, maybe they will. Maybe, you know, I don't know. YouTube is currently banning channels and any videos that point out limitations of these vaccines and their potential to cause great harm. Next report, an outspoken proponent of government-led tactics to influence public opinion on policy and to undermine credibility of conspiracy theorists will lead the WHO, the WHO's efforts to encourage public acceptance of the COVID-19 vaccine. Last week, the WHO's director, Dr. Tedros, tweeted that he was glad to speak with the organization's technical advisory group on behavioral insights and sciences for health to discuss vaccine acceptance and take in the context of COVID and uptake the context of COVID-19. In his tweet, he discussed that Cass Sunstein, founder and director of the program of behavioral economics in public policy at Harvard Law School, will chair the advisory group, which was created in July. Sunstein was the former President Barack Obama's head of office of information and regulatory affairs where he was responsible for overseeing policies relating to information quality i mean brainwashing really in 2008 sunstein wrote a paper proposing that governments employ teams of covert agents to cognitively infiltrate online dissent groups cognitively means thinking brain okay to cognitively infiltrate online dissent groups and websites which advocate false conspiracy theories. And this is another reason I, I got away from the chat rooms and all that stuff, like I mentioned before, because I found they always got corrupted, okay? And it's because of this, this reason why they get corrupted. And that's why the way I have uh, Contending for, for Truth set up right now, that can't happen. You, you're not gonna, you're not gonna um, infiltrate it because there's no way to infiltrate it, okay? Other than corrupting the website itself or something, okay? Um, anyway, to cognitively infiltrate online dissent groups and websites which advocate false conspiracy theories about the government, even though it's all true. In the paper, Sunstein and his co-authors wrote, quote, Our principal claim here involves the potential value of cognitive infiltration of extremist groups designed to introduce informational diversity into such groups to expose indefensible conspiracy theories as such. The government-led operations described in Sunstein's paper would work to increase faith in government policy and policy makers and undermine the credibility of conspiracists who question their motives. They would also maintain a vigorous counter-misinformation establishment to counter conspiracy groups opposed to government policies that aim to protect the common good. So they're doing this all in conjunction with we're right on the cusp of them getting more aggressive with this COVID-19 thing than we, we've ever seen. I've, I've just given you evidence of that today. At the same time, what they're going to do is they're going to eliminate all dissenting opinions 
and all those they deem conspiracy theorists anybody that's against the official narrative they're all going to be at bare minimum most likely taken offline okay and that's why i'm saying my my days are probably pretty numbered and it's just not me but it's everybody with putting out truth out there you know now i'm not saying god's got big, not bigger but you know i just i know what the bible says i know what the bible says in revelations and daniel and second thessalonians chapter two and jesus is warning to matthew 24 and and uh you know facts are facts and um anyway going further here some of this would be accomplished by sending other undercover agents or government paid third parties into online social networks or even into real space groups uh, Sunstein also advocated in 2008 that the government pay independent experts to publicly advocate on the government's behalf. Whether on television, they're just paid devils that push the party line. Whether on television or social media, he says this is effective because people don't trust the government as much as they trust people they believe are, quote, independent. What, like Alex Jones pushing the Trump agenda? I mean, you go up there now and all it is is, is absolute trump worship and praise and right left paradigm coke pepsi so that's all it is sean hannity rush limbaugh trusted experts that are all on the take they're all they're all on team satan they're just pushing their particular part of the right left paradigm okay so um going further the who has already contracted the public relations firms of hill and nowelton the pr giant best known for its role in manufacturing false testimonies in support of the gulf war and was hired by the who to ensure the science and public health credibility of the who in order to ensure the who's advice and guidance is followed meaning take your vaccine get your test wear your masks and don't question authority take your universal basic income give up all your property and become a good little new world order slave that's where this is all heading unless there's massive massive pushback prayer and fasting but again i also know how the it turns out in the Bible. So, you know, I'm trying to occupy till Jesus comes. The, the, the Bible talks about that being a good soldier for Christ, you know, doing unto others as you would have done unto yourself type of thing. I mean, if I was in a burning building on fire and um, I wasn't aware of it, I would want somebody to warn me type of thing. The Who paid Hill and Nowelton $135,000 to identify micro-influencers, macro-influencers, and hidden heroes who could covertly promote the Who's advice and messaging on social media. And that would be like your your Miley Cyrus types and, and um, uh, I don't know, all the people in Hollywood that have their own little sphere of influence. And, and people in sports like uh, that devil LeBron James and the people in pro football and all that you know the garbage that they're pushing and head coaches of of football teams and in basketball and, you know anybody that that you know uh, they can use in that regard they will do it and um and also protect and promote the organization's image as a covid19 authority got this from a listener the other day contact tracing in cook county illinois Here's an example, I'm sure, of what's rolling out or soon will be rolling out everywhere. Now, I've been, I warned about this very, very heavily when it first started breaking with the, with the contact tracing. But it, and I haven't said a lot about it lately because I don't think they've, they've um, I think it's taken them time to try to get this implemented. Uh, I also think there, there's a, probably a lot of pushback to this because this is about as big brother as it can possibly get. 
Uh, we will soon live in a world where our neighbors will report us to authorities. Seeing that they have used the fake crisis to destroy our economy, we're desperate or soon will be for a job. Many. Uh, and this article says the Cook County Health, Chicago's public health care system expects to add 466 new positions related to the COVID-19 pandemic according to the spokesperson, and this is regarding the contact tracing, 466 positions for contact tracing and social distancing. Man, that is some serious people. And again, they're just not doing this because, um, you know, there's no end game agenda, you know. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. And and again, that's just going to all factor into all these things that, that they're they're planning between now and you know the end of 2021 and it's i hate to say this but they would never ever let up on this this is something that they're that i don't see them ever letting up on because of all the things this brings us into the new world order every aspect of the new world order the covid 19 and then the coming covid 21 thing brings us there they're gonna they're gonna amalgamate all the different agendas into this to take away all our liberties all of our rights everything if they get their way and again i'm not saying god can't protect you i'm not saying god is not going to have pockets of people that he protects in these types of things or he protects a an individual but that's what they're saying this is what their agenda is next report we all knew that the uh, COVID-1984, now they're calling it COVID-1984 because of George Orwell's 1984 book. We know that the CV-1984 pandemic was going to cause the loss of our individual freedoms, liberties, and rights, but now tyranny has risen in Texas and police are showing up at the doorsteps of citizens deemed non-compliant with the contact tracing measures in El Paso, Texas. Yeah. So there's parts where they're already doing this and ordering them to quarantine for 14 days. Or what? Gunpoint? Uh, the electric chair? You know? Hang them at high noon? False cases of COVID-19 uh, of COVID are once again spiking in urban areas across Texas. It's, it's all garbage and lies. They're not even checking for it, according to what their stuff says. Said that before. But the state has done the unthinkable. Well, at least we thought this is America what happened in China can't happen here, right? Well, that's wrong. Police have turned to drastic measures to curb the spread of the virus across the U.S., not just Texas, but the entire country is facing a loss of liberties. Now, let me just remind you of them, uh, of what I had said before about this. CDC admits to the FDA there's no such thing as COVID-19, meaning they're not checking for it, okay? I believe, yes, it exists, but they're not checking for it in the tests. CDC document confirms from Principa Scientifica International claims that there has never been any successful laboratory test to isolate and confirm the existence of the SARS-CoV-2 virus alleged to have caused the COVID-19 pandemic. In effect, the science tells us there is no virus. And then there's another report. COVID-19 virus has never been isolated. They have never, not once, isolated the virus for which they shut down the United States economy and through which they've de uh, denied tens of millions of Americans their most basic freedoms. Uh, it says that all of these professionals and medical experts have never not once actually isolated the virus they, that causes COVID-19. According to the Food and Drug Administration, no quantified virus isolates of the 
2019 novel coronavirus are currently available. End of quote. That's right. No quantifiable virus isolates. None. So it's all a scam. It's a total scam-demic. The whole thing. Lock, stock, and barrel. And from stem to stern, it's all lies. So, going further here in this report, it says that um, police have turned to drastic measures to curb the spread of the of the scamdemic virus across the U.S., not just in Texas, but the entire country countries facing a loss of liberties this week police officers were dispatched to the homes of residents who have tested positive in the texas city of el paso in order to quarantine them for 14 days those who disobey the order could find themselves brought before a judge and facing a 500 dollars fine and this will all increase as time goes by again unless there's massive massive pushback similar draconian measures are being replicated across the u.s with the country passing eight million infections on thursday and the epidemiologist warning that the nation is surging toward a third wave of coronavirus cases and remember this is the narrative you're going to start you're, you're going to be seen increasingly third wave third wave not enough people wearing masks not enough people getting tested we need the vaccine asap you know so here's some more lies. At least 41 of the U.S. states have seen a rise in new cases over the last um, two weeks alone, with the number of new daily infections being reported as high as seven, 71,600. Uh, just all lies. Everything I'm reading you is told lies. But see, when you see specific numbers like that, you think, well, they're not going to make up specific numbers. Of course it's real. No, it's not. It's all lies. Hospitalizations have similarly hit record highs in 13 states, according to Johns Hopkins University data. Activist Post previously reported how Rockland County, New York, was issuing subpoenas for contact tracing after residents refused to be tracked. Those residents were given a choice to be tracked or face a civil penalty of up to $2,000 a day. Yeah. You comply or you go to prison. As Activist Post has reiterated, measures being put in place will now likely remain long after the pandemic has stopped and the virus has run its course, even though they'll probably never let that happen for the scamdemic. What's the everlasting effect of COVID? What is the everlasting effect that COVID-19 will have on our society? You can watch the local news report on the worrying forced quarantine efforts in El Paso below, and I give you all the links for that. Uh, next video, Plandemic Facts. I'm going to play a little video here. So this is a clip from the movie, the, the Plandemic movie, Plandemic Indoctrination movie, the most viewed and banned documentary of all time regarding this devil scamdemic that we're in right now. Um, I'm just going to play you, I don't know, about a seven-minute clip from it. This is David E. Martin, PhD, National Intelligence Analyst, founder of IQ100 Index, New York Stock Exchange. I'm the developer of linguistic genomics, which was the first platform on which you could determine the intent of communication rather than the literal artifact of communication. But we've also used that technology for a number of other applications in defense and intelligence and finance. And most notably, in the early 2000s, my company was responsible for bringing down what was, at the time, one of the largest tax frauds in U.S. history. 
we maintained a series of inquiries into every individual, every organization, and every company that is involved in anything that either blurs the line of biological and chemical weapons or crosses that line in any of 168 countries. In 1999, there were a million patents digitized by IBM. And those million patents were the first time human innovation had been put into an electronic digital searchable format. We took that information and we did a very simple exercise using our linguistic genomics technology, where I made the horrific assessment that approximately one third of all patents filed in the United States were functional forgeries, meaning that while they had linguistic variations, they actually covered the same subject matter. Now, this is near and dear to me because that's what happened to my parents. My dad invented and patented a portable evaporative cooling fan called Way Cool in the early 90s. Product was amazing. Um, just amazing. And the problem is, is a guy came along and it was a major competitor that we my dad did not vet i don't know if he vetted him at all and he said oh, okay i want to buy the company for 2.5 million dad was doing a really good business company was in fort myers like i said earlier way cool portable evaporative cooling fans and my dad agreed and it was the fifth from their main competitor i believe was schaefer schaefer fans and this family that owned it was the fifth richest family in um, Minnesota. What they did, they paid them the, um, I think it was like a $250,000 payment up front. And then they said, we'll pay you another one and then we'll pay you the bulk in like a year or something. Well, they reneged on all that. And by the time my dad found out they were reneging on the deal totally, they had already taken the whole factory in, in um, Fort Myers and moved it up to Minnesota. And when my dad started fighting them, they're like, we don't care. Sue us. We've got 50 attorneys. You, you'll never beat us. And my dad devoted the rest of his life until literally the day he died to just being, trying to get the company back and being the biggest thorn in his side of that devil that he could possibly be. That was with my dad. And all they did, they came back and they said, oh, well, this part of the patent, it had something to do with like the pre-filter of one of the, of, of, um, one of the uh, cooling pads that I could explain the way portable evaporative cooling fans work, but I'm not going to bore you with that. Um, but it was like this little rewriting of the pre-filter thing, and they said, oh, the patent's invalidated. It's exactly the same exact thing, that guy. Functional forgeries. These patents are written or rewritten, and it's the same product, but they just change the verbiage slightly, and then they say oh, it's a different product, and it's not. It's a lie, it's a forgery, it's stealing intellectual property. And that's what they did to my parents. And it eventually killed both of them, essentially. Because the stress that it caused, and the 10 years after that they were trying desperately to get their company back, all their dreams are crumbling apart, they're losing their house. Literally, the day, the week my dad died, okay, he found out that that week, because they had bought off all the, they had flown judges in to rule against my dad. He he cost he cost them, I think, 
over a million dollars in legal fees at least and probably more than that because they had to fly judges in but it, at that point he didn't care the guy that that owned um schaefer fans didn't care because um my dad was such a thorn in their side it was just about winning at that point they i mean you fly a judge in to fort myers to rule against my dad yeah that's how serious they were taking it it didn't matter my dad was going to give up but eventually i really believe that's what what contributed greatly to both my parents' early demises because they both died in their late or i'm sorry in their early 60s and i mean i had them on protocols but my dad wasn't following the one i had him on strict enough and he was all placked up because he wasn't taking the edta chelation um but the week that he died he found out that they were being evicted from their house of like 25 years that my dad had built from the ground up in this gated subdivision we lived in for the most of my life gonna lose the house finally going to be evicted have to move into a much downsized house and then he also found out that same week that he had no more remedy in court and that steve well the guy that owned schaefer fan had won and that right then is when he had that massive heart attack i was there and um he was gone a day later but i was able to lead him to the lord thank god and you can read about that both my dad and my mom's passing just key in passing that word and in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, they passed away within about, I don't know, a year, year and a half of one another. And I really believe that that, because of what was done with the patent and how they scammed it, you know, that greatly uh, contributed to their early demise. Now, I always said to, to the Lord, God, whatever it takes to, get my parents saved whatever it takes you've got to take everything away and that's ultimately what had to happen in order for them to get saved so i do believe it was part of god's plan you know but the fact that the guy got away with it i've, I've always had although i forgive him i have always had you know a very bad taste in my mouth when you know he's i'm sure probably illuminati or some lower level illuminati family fifth fifth richest family in minnesota last time i heard getting away with but then again there's no getting away with anything because if you get away with it in this life you're not going to get away with it in, in the next so anyway i just wanted to throw that in there 1999 patents on coronavirus started showing up and thus began the rabbit trail well you remember the a coronavirus is just the common cold but now they're getting patents on these viruses and they're they're modified and they're you know GMO type of things where they're creating these things in laboratories. Three, panic grips Hong Kong as a deadly new virus sweeps through the city. In 2003, the Center for Disease Control saw the possibility of a gold strike. And that was the coronavirus outbreak that happened in Asia. They saw that a virus they knew could be easily manipulated was something that was very valuable and in 2003 and it was manipulated. remember the french guy we were just hearing in the background he covered this this is this is part of the progression it, they started at sars uh covid virus and then it eventually got to what we have now the covid 19 but they were they were um one graduated to the next to the next to the next different you know generations of them 
to patent it. And they made sure that they controlled the proprietary rights to the disease, to the virus, <laughs> and to its detection, and all of the measurement of it. We know that Anthony Fauci, that Ralph Barrick, that the Center for Disease Control, and the laundry list of people who wanted to take credit for inventing coronavirus, were at the hub of this story. From 2003 to 2018, they controlled 100% of the cash flow that built the empire around the industrial complex of coronavirus. The World Health Organization has officially named the, the novel, novel coronavirus, coronavirus the sweeping novel coronavirus the country. Coronavirus outbreak. Outbreak. The coronavirus the crisis, the coronavirus is a pandemic. An international a public health pandemic. emergency. While we know that the coronavirus manipulation started with Dr. Ralph Barrick in 1999. The major characteristics of SARS, MERS, and SARS coronavirus, too. It's a good way for you Ralph Barrick is the researcher at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, who is famous for his chimeric coronavirus research. In 2002, there was a record. That was the one thing that the French doctor left out is the Chapel Hill connection to the coronavirus. That the coronavirus was seen as an exploitable mechanism for both good and ill. On April the 25th, 2003, the U.S. Center for Disease Control filed a patent on the coronavirus transmitted to humans. Under 35 U.S. Code Section 101, nature is prohibited from being patented. Either SARS coronavirus was manufactured, therefore making a patent on it legal, or it was natural therefore making a patent on it illegal. If it was manufactured, it was a violation of biological and chemical weapons, treaties and laws. If it was natural, filing a patent on it was illegal. Right. Then either outcome... Which, both... is, the, which is the same reason they can't... They had to make, let's say, aspirin, okay, which is a, a, a derivative of white willow bark. But see, they take the what they view as the active component of white willow bark, which is acetosalicylic acid, and then they patent it, and then they can make tons of money because they've taken something that naturally occurs in nature, they've synthesized it, and um, now they can put a patent on it. Now the problem is, is when you do that, whatever you that now it becomes a drug, and all drugs have side effects. Okay. Whereas it would just be better to use the, like the white willow bark the way it occurs in nature, maybe in a concentrated form, as opposed to um, aspirin, which has tons of side effects. I mean, and then you get into all the other things they've done. The same thing with almost every other drug that exists. Are illegal. In the spring of 2007, the CDC filed a petition with the Patent Office to keep their application confidential and private. They actually filed patents on not only the virus, but they also filed patents on its detection and a kit to measure it. Because of that CDC patent... Do you see what a scam all this is? All this was, was pre-planned, pre-done years ago. I mean, two decades ago. All this started with the coronavirus patenting stuff. All to lead us to where we're at this day. Now, I think... What they what happened is is when they released it in Wuhan, 
and then they had that 5G kill grid. They thought, man, this thing's going to spread like gangbusters throughout the earth. It's going to literally kill. Well, when that didn't happen, after it got out of Wuhan, what ended up happening is, is they're like, okay, we got to go to plan B because this thing isn't killing near the amount of people we thought it was going to kill. So we're just going to lie and say it is. And, and because mutations had occurred, they didn't have that same 5G kill grid set up worldwide, and they weren't getting the death numbers they wanted. Therefore, they're not going to really get the panic numbers. But then they control the media. They control the fake news and lying news. They control the doctors for the most part and the medical industry and the politicians. So they can perpetuate the lie. That's what's happened, guys. Okay? They had the ability to control who was authorized and who was not authorized to make independent inquiries into coronavirus. You cannot look at the virus, you cannot measure it, you cannot develop a test kit for it. And by ultimately receiving the patents that constrained anyone from using it, they had the means, they had the motive, and most of all, they had the monetary gain from turning coronavirus from a pathogen to profit. Developing and owning a coronavirus vaccine has become a biotech arms race with political overtones. This vaccine gold rush is starting to bother me. Gold rush. Hmm. Let's keep that in mind. And so somewhere between 2012 and 2013, something happened. The federal funding for research that was feeding into places like Harvard, Emory, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. That funding suddenly became impaired by something that happened at the NIH, where the NIH got this little tiny moment of clarity and said, I think something we're doing is wrong. And in 2013, the NIH said, gain of function research on coronavirus should be suspended. Gain of function meaning, how are we gonna make it worse and more virulent? and make it more you know the kill rate higher why would you do that ever with this stuff well if you want to release the pandemic and you want to depopulate the world to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature like the first commandment george guidestone says and then make it billions and billions along the way and then lock down the planet and bring in the new world order well then you you're you've got a lot of motivation there the national institutes of health had a moral and social and potentially legal reason to object to research. But the letters that were sent to the researchers essentially said, you are receiving notice that we're telling you to stop. And now on the bottom of the page, we're gonna clarify what stop means. Keep going. But when the heat gets hot in 2014 and 15, what do you do? You offshore the research. You fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology right. to do the stuff that sounds like it's getting a little edgy with respect to its morality and legality. But do you do it straightway? No. You run the money through a series of cover organizations to make it look like you're funding a U.S. operation, which then subcontracts with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The U.S. could say China did it. China could say the U.S. did it. And the cool thing is both of them are almost telling the truth yep now this documentary goes on oh to the hour and 15 minute mark you can um 
pandemic indoctrination you can download it you can watch it online it's very very high quality uh they've got uh all kind of resources here pandemic they've also got pandemic 2 um this is pandemic indoctrination so if you want to just go right to it it's pandemic series one word plandemicseries.com i also give you the link it'll be near the end of the pdf for this date of um october 26 2020 we're we're coming in here i'm trying to end a little bit on a, on a positive note here i know there's not a lot of positive stuff to report regarding this situation but um polish police use tear gas as thousands protest against covid19 now i'm just going to play tiny bit of this now this is showing this is showing these devil cops in poland using tear gas and um uh pepper spray and they're dressed up in you know full full military uh riot gear type stuff and how they're going against the protesters in Warsaw, Poland here. And it shows the people protesting. And uh, these cowardly cops cowering kind of in the corner using all of their stuff because they're such big tough guys. He says, I myself am an entrepreneur and for seven months I was deprived of the possibility of running a business. I'm just going to read you the thing you can watch the whole video many of my colleagues also entrepreneurs from the same industry went out of business all their life's belongings are in ruins i understand there's some restrictions but on the basis which we could maintain ourselves so that we could bring a certain number of people so that it all could work many people say that's entertainment that you can dance some other time but you can that you can go to the cinema some other time but it's not just about Oh, these guys are such cowards in this video entertainment or it's it's a workplace it's simply about the attack on on the polish people and that's it this is an evident attack on poles and the by the entire polish government N not only the pis the ruling law and justice party it's all been for generations and the scope has changed so come on these people are very much awoke though you can't see it uh the COVID-19 pandemic, it's just how they exaggerate the whole pandemic. It's too inflated. I think that was it. People live with it normally. I've had many infected friends who told me they feel great and yet they had confirmed COVID. Again, I'm saying this because there are a lot of woke people up there in, in the world and they know what's going on and they're fighting back against this stuff. You know, um, so although the video is horrific, there are people out there that are fighting. And there's a lot of places on the planet that are protesting this stuff. And then the last one is another one got the sent today by a listener in Australia. What really happened when the Australian Victorians came out to lawfully exercise their human rights? And he said, thought this would be worth sending you from Australia. And I'm not going to play it because you have to watch it. But it's a I don't know, seven or eight minute video on the australians very very recent and how they're trying to bring out all the police to intimidate them to arrest people and all this other stuff but there's just too many there's too many 
in Victoria marching through the streets. I mean, they said three to four hundred. Of course, it's thousands upon thousands marching through the streets, just basically flouting whatever the police are telling them to do and not complying with them. And, um, you know, the police are going nuts, the little Nazis that are enforcing all this stuff that will absolutely 100% beg for the mark of the beast and worship Satan when he makes his arrival because I can't come to any other conclusion if you're a police officer enforcing this stuff like this, especially the way they're doing it there. So, anyway, um, that's all we have for today. Uh, I'm going to try to get this posted here tonight. So God bless you, and we will, Lord willing, see you in the next audio.